Hello, Great Minds. It's not Friday, but fuck it, it's time for Drinks with Great Minds in History, and another round with King Philip II of Spain, as I finish up that unfinished round of shots heard round the world. So welcome to the show, everyone. Believe it or not, this one won't be about incest, nor will it really be much about Habsburgs. And this will be a brief round for sure, but I want to say one thing first. If you haven't listened to the latest Shots Heard Around the World, then you will want to go back and do that right now. So let's get to it, and remember, you've been warned. But first, it's some history for you, a reason to drink for me. It's the history of the great minds that made history come to be. So, as promised, I am here to finalize the votes for the tied-up episode between Philip II and Louis XIV, in which the Shots crew decided to put the final vote to our Australian correspondent, Andy Cheevers. Well, he has spoken. But before we get to that, he has also cleared up a few other bits of information for us, too. Andrew Cheevers not only confirmed the reality of kangaroo steaks, but dispelled the myth about koala bears, which made me very, very happy. So what did Cheevers have to say about Philly and Louis? Quote, Louis XIV was clearly a far superior monarch compared to the utter failure Philip II. He went on to cite Philip's numerous shortcomings as the driving factor in his decision, which is fair and it places me firmly back on the losing side, so all is at least back to normal. Or is it? Don't forget, in this episode of many decrees and proclamations, I vowed that Cheever's Choice, that's fun, Cheever's Choice, would go on to the Battle Royale. That's right, we are breaking Season 2 precedent, and Louis XIV is moving on to the Battle Royale at the end of this season. So there you have it, Louis XIV wins himself, well, his first, Crown of Greatness, and Philip and his chin are heading back home to their cousins. But that wasn't the only unanswered question from the last round of shots. In fact, there were two more unsolved mysteries. The first was a simple one. Who is our next great mind going to be? However, a very simple answer became very complicated as I can't type. That's right, Mr. DGMH managed to get a fairly common sports injury while not even playing one of the sports. I'm not sure if that's impressive or just pathetic, but it does seem to fit. So in June, which is well underway by this point, we will not have a new great mind. Instead, some bonus content will be coming your way this month, including a round of Cullen Chat China for more than just our Patreon supporters on a truly great mind in Chinese history. Then you will get a preview episode of our latest addition to Patreon land, Pete Chats Portugal, on another truly great mind in Portuguese history. Now this new segment will follow the format of Cullen Chats China in which I talk about Portuguese history with Cullen. But sadly, the alliteration was too great a challenge for even me, Mr. DGMH, overcome. Also, who the fuck is Pete? Well, that would be me. It's a stupid nickname with an even stupider story that really only my wife and sister call me. And it is very sad, but given all the Habsburg jokes I've made in the Philip saga, I feel the need to say that my wife and sister are totally different people. We will finally wrap up June with the remastered Washington episode, with at the very least some new content in it. But I should be back in full swing by July. Sadly, there was just no way that I could script out our next great mind without being able to efficiently hit the letters S, W, E, and D. Because in July, we are traveling to Sweden. Starting the month off with our first round of social drinking in Season 3, the whole crew will get together for another 4th of July special. Then I will return with a truly fabulous great mind, Queen Christina of Sweden. 
So let's wrap this up. My glass of Vina Verge is almost gone, but wait, why the hell am I drinking Portuguese wine? Just to introduce a new Patreon segment? That's not very fun. And where the fuck is the history for you part? And damn it, what was the other unanswered question? Yeah, I couldn't leave it at that either. And show guest Locke from the Say Hello to the Bad Guy podcast helped me out with another unanswered point from the last round of shots. That bit about Brazilian dance fighting, which I knew was real, but had no idea about its rich history. So capoeira is a form of Brazilian martial arts that combines elements of dance, acrobatics, and a shitload of kicking. When Locke told me that capoeira had its origins in 16th century Brazilian slavery, I was shocked, and was even more shocked when he told me it was still used commonly by MMA fighters to achieve knockouts today. So of course, I had to dig a little deeper. Let's start with the origins. Stemming from a form of ritual combat in Angola, the heart of the Portuguese slave trade, Angolo was a quote, ritualistic form of combat performed at various traditional ceremonies by several ethnic groups around the Kunen River in southern Angola. Angolo consists of kicks, dodges, and leg sweeps with particular emphasis on inverted positions, that is, with one or more hands rooted on the ground. From this, capoeira, a beautiful example of African diaspora, was born. Of course, I was curious as to how, if at all, this connected to Philip II of Spain. Capoeira was a common form of self-defense used heavily by the members of the Quilombo dos Palmares, primarily to resist their former captors. In short, a quilombo was essentially a maroon or runaway colony for enslaved persons that escaped, in this case, the ingenjos of Brazil's sugar coast. The Quilombo dos Palmares was one of the largest and most successful maroons in Atlantic history, fending off colonial conquest for nearly a century. Sources note that the former slaves of this quilombo were able to fend off being conquered as they would defend themselves with a, quote, strangely moving fighting technique. So challenging to defeat were the quilombo warriors that the governor of Pernambuco noted that it was harder to, quote, defeat a quilombo than the Dutch invaders. And you guessed it, the inhabitants of the Palmares Quilombo defended themselves using what came to be known as capoeira. The only connection to Philip is that the Quilombo dos Palmares originated during the Iberian Union and Habsburg rule of Portugal and Brazil, which he started. Capoeira was actually made illegal during the 1800s and after the abolition of slavery in Brazil in the 1880s. Again, all stuff that can and will be covered more on the new Patreon series on Portugal and Brazil, but I think that's really enough for now. But I will note this, in the 1850s, 31% of all imprisoned slaves in one jail were arrested for one singular thing, practicing capoeira. Well that's it, I literally cannot type anymore. So tonight we are going to raise a glass to St. Raphael. I may not be the best Catholic, but he's the patron saint of healing and I need this finger to heal, as it took way too fucking long to type this one out. But I did it, and I made it. I will survive. However, it turns out that Raphael might not have been the best pathway for my prayers, as Catholics pretty much have a saint for everything. As luck and a quick Google search for patron saints of finger injuries would have it, St. Julia of Corsica is actually the patron saint of pathologies of the hands and feet. Neat. And since she is also the patron saint of torture victims, I had to dig a little deeper. Her short story is tragically interesting, but I'm only going to give you the abridged version for now. She was sold into slavery at a point in her life, refused to denounce Christ, and was tortured and crucified. So from dance fighting to St. Julia, I guess one could say that I fell down the beaver hole a bit with this one. Louis XIV, we will see you again in this season's Battle Royale, and a huge thanks to Andy Cheevers and Locke for helping me fill in some gaps from the latest round of Shots Heard Around the World. If you enjoyed this episode of Drinks with Great Minds in History, then please consider leaving the show a great, hopefully five-star review wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at DGMH History, and be sure that you join in on the conversation over at the DGMH Facebook group. Plenty of fun chats and me 
memes shared there. If you are all caught up in looking for even more DGMH or you just love the show, then we hope you'll consider supporting the show over on the DGMH Patreon page. There, listeners can get access to even more great content, including bonus Psych and Shots conversations, pre-game chats, extra moments with Mr. DGMH, and now Cullen Chats China, where Cullen chats with me about China's rich history that I know next to nothing about, and finally, Pete Chats Portugal, which we'll see how that turns out. On that note, thanks for listening, and hopefully I'm ready to go for July. And of course, happy Summer of Luke, everyone. Cheers.